Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I'm your host, Christina. If you follow my ministry, you know I am passionate about reviving and uniting the body of Christ in order to fulfill the Great Commission with extravagant love for one another and for a hurting world. I invite you today to join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and best of all, your testimonies of God's goodness in your lives. Thank you for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so happy to have you with me here today. I've got a great treat for you. We're going to continue my conversation with pastor to pastors and spiritual papa to so many, Pastor Brian Britton. Let's listen in. Remember. Remember what he's shown you in the secret place. Remember what he spoke to you when you first came to that city, when you first said yes to that church, when you, uh, when you first said yes to the calling upon your life. Remember that and know that you have everything. I want to encourage you. You have everything you need. You have everything you need. For that to come to pass and and to I, I want to say to you like together as the body of christ right now let's really focus on jesus this is so important i learned something uh, this week interestingly enough from it was from a firearms instructor and, and he was talking about the dis, the difference between looking at something and focusing on something of course he was talking about the target when you're shooting a weapon but Mm-hmm. Most people just look at the target. They look at the bullseye. They look at the sights, but you can focus on it. And that's different. When you focus on something, you look at something until the things in the background kind of disappear. And all you see is the target. And the Lord just reminded me of like when when Jesus came to Mary and Martha's home. For, for Mary, uh, nothing else mattered in that house. Nothing else mattered because Jesus had come to her house. She was focused on Jesus. She was captivated by him. And uh, she, everything else kind of like disappeared into the peripheral, into the background. And, you know, the Bible tells us that mountains melt like wax in the presence of God. And I just pray for you, if you're listening, that the mountains in your life, the obstacles, the problems, the storms would, would fade away in the presence, the glorious presence of Jesus. Yes, that's so good. And Father, I just agree with my Papa Brian. Lord, I just thank you for your mercy and I thank you for your goodness. And I thank you for the faithfulness of your pastors, Lord. And I thank you that you are with them, God. You are with them. So good. You know, there was something that you said, uh, focusing on Jesus. And, you know, like I can tell like when I'm in a season when I'm very focused and I can tell when I'm, I always see it like the blinders that they put on horses. He always shows me that. When horses run a race, they put blinders right. on them. And so I call them my uh, Holy Spirit blinders that just blinds me to anything but what's in front yeah. of me. And, you know, with all of the turmoil and everything that's going on in the world right now, that's the one thing that the Lord keeps pressing on my heart is that we just need to be about the Father's business. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. We want to to have him put those blinders on to we're, we're focused on him. I always use this analogy. It's like when you're dancing with somebody, you know, if you're the bride and you're dancing with the bridegroom, you're going to follow the leading of the, of the bridegroom, the one who's leading the dance. And you're not trying to, you're not worried about getting some particular place on the dance floor. 
You're just focused on the one who's leading. You're focused on the king. You're trusting him that he's going to, that he knows what he's doing. And that's all we have to do. And there's so much freedom in that. There's so much joy that comes from that of, you know, of him taking that burden away that we've got to get there, that we've got to figure it out. We walk and we trust, we obey, you know, and, uh, we, we know that he's faithful to get us where we need to go. I love that so much. The, the whole dance analogy is very special to me because I, I see a lot of a lot of my relationship with him like a dance too. Mm-hmm. It is so powerful. And it I, I think sometimes we get caught up in it. Recently, I was having this vision with him and I was just really frustrated with something. And I was on my knees and I was just crying out. I was, this is too much. And he goes, he kneels down and he goes, you're making this too hard. <laughs> come on and he's like he lifts me up he goes it's about revealing jesus and i'm like okay just this period despite all of the pain of the world and the distraction if we can just reveal jesus to to a desperate hurting world that's all we got to do that is the answer you know that is the answer you know you know and he wants us to as a as a people to to choose him you know to cry out to him I think it's like, you know, when the the Jews in, in Scripture, when they were crucifying Jesus and Pilate asked him, they're like, you know, uh, you know, Caesar is our king. You know, he's our king. Is he the king of the Jews? No, like Caesar's our king. And it's and it's kind of like that. I think people right now are desperate for a deliverer in the world. And you know what? They're wanting a deliverer to rise up in the natural. Meanwhile, you know, we have we have our king who is waiting to for us to to welcome him in. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I couldn't agree with that more. You know, it, it's it's so broken my heart to see so many in the body of Christ with their eyes focused on other things. And I I just if if we can just turn one person to focus on the beauty of the King, it's it's just worth it. You know. Yeah, that's all we got to do is is get them to see. You know, we point them in the direction. You can't make people see it. You know, they've got to focus so they can see through all this smoke. You know, to see you know, the big truth that, that's there, that, that Jesus is king, that, that his kingdom is near, you know, his kingdom is at hand. And we need to, to, to repent and change the way we think and act and align with him. You know, now during this time, it's a time of alignment, I believe. Take advantage of the time that we've had during the season. And the Lord showed me, uh, you know, what it is that aligns us with him, what it is that aligns us with each other, real unity. And that is the fire the fire is what aligns us, the fire of the Holy Spirit. And I was in um, worship, you know, sometime in the last year, and I saw a vision of the face of Jesus, and and, and I saw his eyes, and, and I saw my reflection in his eyes. When you're really close, you know how you can see that. And yeah. In my reflection in his eyes, it turned to a flame of fire. And, and for a while, like, the Lord gave me this kind of, like, limited uh, revelation about that, that, that that fire in his eyes was his passion and his love for us, which is true. But he was. But the, I remember the Bible said that he is a fire. He is a consuming fire, and you know he is that. So, but my reflection looked like that to him. That means he he was seeing me looking like him. Wow. You know that see himself in me, and like that just wrecked me. You know that just really really wrecked me. And then I remember the scripture where he said, you know, I am the light of the world, and then he said, you are the light of the world. And I always preach all the time, you know, there's only one kind of light, you know, in Bible times, and that's fire. He's like, we are the fire of the world. We are his representation in the earth. We are his body, and he wants to manifest through us. That not that powerful? Just 
seeing you as he sees you. Wow. Yeah, and he sees us like him, you know, because we are made in his image and we're been empowered and filled with the spirit. We're a temple, you know, of, of the Holy Spirit. And that's the temple of God. You know, the Holy Spirit is God too. Yeah, but it's the fire. He showed me the fire is what aligns us. It aligns us with heaven, that same fire that's that's in his eyes. And he's poured that fire into us in the person of the Holy Spirit, his love into us in the person of the, of the Holy Spirit, because God is love. And the same Holy Spirit you have, Christina, is the same Holy Spirit that I have. So now we're aligned with each other. We're aligned with him, which is like this. I saw this vertical beam of fire that aligns us with him. And then I saw the horizontal beam of like the fire. Whoa, that aligns us with each other. You know, if a car is out of alignment, it's harder to steer. It's harder to keep it straight. It's harder to keep it going on the path, you know, but, but when it is in proper alignment, show it's a, uh, well, you don't even have to put your hands on the wheel. That thing just goes straight, you know, when, when everything's aligned properly. So the Lord was just, well, showing me how he's doing that and how it is the fire that aligns us in unity. People are always talking about unity and the Lord said, your unity is in me. I mean, not, everyone's not going to uh, believe the exact same about everything. That's not unity. Mm-hmm. As far as like, I'm I'm not talking about, of course, we believe the gospel, right. but we're not agreeing on every like uh, jot and tittle. I mean, there's things that, that we, and we don't have to, and we don't have to be doing the same things. We're not supposed to be doing the same things, but unity is in Christ. And he's saying, there is no division in my body. You need to see the truth. You need to see the truth. So every day we come to him for alignment, you know, it's got to be every day. We present ourselves on the altar as living sacrifices, and we receive that fire from heaven, and that's what keeps us in perfect alignment with Him and in alignment with each other. Oh, I love that, and it's so good. And you know, I can add to that. Just I love seeing other believers as Christ in them. You know, I think seeing Jesus in other believers is really a big part of that unity. Yeah, yeah. They, they used to say in the early church, you know, uh, the Christ in me greets the Christ in you and they would meet each other. That's- Absolutely. And um, that's a big part of who I am, you know, and what I stand for is the Christ in each of us coming together and as one and being powerful as one body and really seeing ourselves as one. I think you really touched on that as seeing ourselves as one. Yeah. See the, we need to see the truth. And uh, so much that's going on is because of distraction and we should not be so easily distracted. Because cause Jesus is worthy of our attentiveness. He is beautiful. He is, uh, and he's right in our face. And we just need, to, he's always in the room. And we shouldn't be so easily distracted. So when we find ourselves distracted, you know, when we find ourselves, you know, like you were talking about, like, you know, crying on the floor, like, what is going on? Lifts up our eyes to his, you know, uh, like he did with you. He's like, hey, you're making it too hard. Come on, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't know for me, but like he just speaks things in a way to me that just like so cuts through. And I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like for me, like maybe even more because, you know, I'm an old football coach. So he speaks to me like that sometimes. He's like, what are you doing, <laughs> knucklehead? Like, come on, you can do better. Than that. I love that he is so personal. Like he is different with me than he is with you and ev- and everybody else. Yeah. Someone need to be talked to like they're warriors. Some need to be talked to like they're a flower. It depends on who you are. Right. And and the moment, you know, and that just kind of like brings us, brings you right back to like what I was thinking and saying that nothing in the kingdom is very cut and dry. 
you know, it's all living, breathing, dynamic relationships. Yeah. And we love to we love to get religious and we love to make formulas. We love to understand everything. But I'm going to tell you, like, it is extremely, almost sinfully arrogant to think you can understand him. Oh, I mean, yeah. To an extent, he will share his ways with us that as much as we can handle and understand with our little limited, uh, finite uh, brains. But, you know, it's arrogant for us to think that that we've got it all figured out. And, and we like to make these these formulas, but these formulas will get us trapped into religion and tradition where we have no room uh, to be led by him. Mm-hmm. For instance, I, I've gone into churches, in some churches, you know, they, they've made a formula of the way things happen, like the last time God showed up there. Right. And they haven't changed anything. They keep, they're singing the same songs, dressing the same way, decorating the church the same way. Like nothing has changed since like 1995, you know, because that's the way it was when God moved the last time. So we're not changing. But meanwhile, you know, God's alive and he's living and things are changing and moving. It's a movement. It's always, there's movement in this thing. Yeah. I was just thinking he's probably wishing they dressed differently since 1995. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. Like I probably still, I still dress like I did in 1995, but you know, we're like, do you? <laughs> My husband has some shirts back from 1995. <laughs> but it, but it's but it's crazy that we do that. And it's human nature, I think, to do that. Like we copy, we copy what we've seen work somewhere else. We copy, you know, and that could be another trap, mm-hmm. you know, where, where it's all about the leading of the spirit. And you were talking about the the blinders on the horse. God showed me something about like the bit and the mouth mm. of the horse. And he's the king. For him to be the king, like we have to submit to the bit, you know. That's where we will finally be who he made us to be. That's the only way we're going to get across the finish line is when we allow him to control it. We allow him to be the king. Otherwise, we can just run around free and run, run, run all around circles and circles all day and never get across the finish line he created for us. Yeah, and I I don't want that for my life. I, I feel like I... The one thing I want is to do what I was created, what I was sent here to do. I don't want to go home without doing what I was sent here to do, you know? Yeah, come on. And and and, and like I said earlier, like when you can have the assurance that, that when you're walking close with him, that, that you're not going to miss it. We have to lay down our agendas, our dreams, our plans. We lay mm-hmm. them down and then we take... We take his. They may or may not be the same. Yeah. And and the thing is too, I've I've noticed in my own life is it takes a great deal of courage, you know, to do so and to step out and say yes. You know, even when we don't understand and we can't comprehend, we still say yes. Yes. This is like a I teach in a lot of mission schools around the world. It's one of my favorite things to do. And in Brazil right now, because of the move of God there, there's an incredible number of mission schools popping up, exploding all over the country where, you know, 15 years ago, there was just a handful. And one of the things, you know, I always uh, tell the students is, hey, it's never going to add up on paper first. You're never going to have the finances. You just got to say yes. And when you say yes, then and take a step, then he begins to move and he meets you like when you start taking steps. And uh, that's just something I've seen over and over again. But I promise you, I've been around some of the some of the greatest ministries in, in the earth, and none of them, when they say yes, have the resources to do it. None of them know how mm-hmm. they're going to do it. They, they they trust God and they walk in faith. Without faith, 
It's impossible to please him. It's impossible to do what he made you to do. It requires faith. That means by definition, you're not going to be able to see it all first. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you said that. It was actually bubbling up in my heart when you were talking about driving the car, the alignment of the car. And he does. He just asks for our yes. We don't always know where we're going or know how we're going to get there. But when we're just aligned with that yes and with his heart and what he wants to do, he'll drive it. He'll get you there. Come on. And then when that car starts rolling, it's a whole lot easier to to turn and move and things are, there's a lot more freedom once that thing gets moving. Yes. So good. So good. Thank you, Papa Brian. I I mean, I know this is going to bless so many people. Before we go, I know that there's maybe some pastors out there or maybe some, you know, um, some people who don't have a spiritual Papa. Um, Would you mind maybe praying the Father's blessing over them and just being that Papa right there, right now for them. Amen. I, I would be honored just to pray a, a, a blessing. You know, um, well, we have the best Father, you know, our Father in heaven. And and maybe, maybe like uh, Christina said, maybe you never had that, that blessing. But I, I love uh, any blessing that anyone wants to, <laughs> to pray over me at any time. But uh, I understand the blessing. And I know that when a blessing gets released, you know, something gets set into motion that cannot be taken back. I believe that with all my heart. I believe, you know, of course, Isaac, when he was, when he was blessing his sons, you know, uh, he, he, uh, he wanted to bless Esau, but Jacob came and, and took the blessing, right? Uh, and his mother kind of conspired and, and that happened. It, it was God's plan, I believe. But, but I often wonder when Esau came, like, why couldn't the father still bless his son like he wanted to? What he said, I, I can't do it. I already blessed your brother. Like, why? Because he knew, Isaac knew that something had already been released in that blessing that could not be taken back. So that's how I want to bless you guys today, you know, when I, when I pray for you. And I, I want you to know that I believe God's setting something into motion in your life every time you receive the blessing of God. And I just bless you. Uh, I heard John Paul Jackson give a father's blessing probably back in 2014 or something, I believe. And, and uh, it impacted my life you know, impacted my life greatly. And I've been blessed by having some great spiritual fathers in my life, like uh, Papa Roland Baker in Mozambique and, and uh, uh, Dan Duke, a great revivalist in Brazil, Mel Tari, others. But uh, I love to re- receive that blessing and from my spiritual mother, from from Heidi Baker. But I, I do, I want to pray this blessing today. So I bless you. I bless you, sons of the King. I bless you, daughters. I bless you that you will reach the purpose. I declare you will reach the purpose for which you were created. You will have courage above your peers. You will have more love and passion for the things of God than others think is necessary or reasonable. (laughs) You will dream more. So you will be great dreamers for God. You will dream more than others think is practical. You will expect more show than others think is possible. You will dream big. You will have big dreams. Dream bigger, son. Dream bigger, daughter. Dream big enough for God to fit into your dreams. I declare that you will always choose wisely, show, because you have a spirit of wisdom. 
in you. I declare over you that you belong and you have authority everywhere you go because the Holy Spirit that indwells you created that place where you are right now. He has planted you there and you have authority because it was made by him and for him. And he is with you everywhere you go. You will have people to influence. You do have people to influence. I'm, I'm telling you right now that you have not met yet. They're waiting for you. You have lives to change that are waiting for your arrival. I want you to know that you've been strategically placed wherever God takes you by his grand design. And I declare that you will become everything that he's made you to be. He's planted you in the place where you can grow best and you will grow and you will be fruitful and the future will be changed show because of your presence. You're here on this earth for a reason and I bless that plan. I bless that purpose right now. You will speak and dead things will come to life. You will see great vistas, great uh, scenes, whoa, treasures around the world that no one else has seen before. You will cast out devils. You will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You will co-create with him. Show. And you will learn to imagine with him and dream at another level. You are a bringer of hope. You are a bringer of revival in the manifest presence of God to your city, to your region, to your family, and to your nation. I pray that you will be able to see God in every petal of flower, in every blade of grass, in every tree, in every sunrise and sunset, you will see the truth. You'll be aware of the truth that you are surrounded by the presence of God. Whoa, you will bless your children and they will become giants of the faith under the mighty hand of God. You are surrounded by his great love and you will be an agent of his love and kindness and compassion in the earth generations will call you and your family blessed. You will succeed and you will not fail. You were made by God to be here for such a time as this. And I just want to say, I will always encourage you. I will always uh, pray for you. And we are in this together. So I bless you to run, 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 to finish the race. Know that he's with you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Whoa, I just pray that miracles will explode in your life as you trust him. I bless you with boldness as the apostles prayed for. They didn't pray for revival. They prayed for boldness. I pray that you would be bold to share the good news and trust that he will confirm his word. And I bless you with a great harvest in Jesus' name. Show, amen. Wow. I think you just unleashed a whole lot of fire. Thank you, Jesus, for Papa Brian. So if our listeners want to get in touch with you, Papa Brian, I know you mentioned they can follow you on Instagram at Brian Britton 111 and on Facebook at Brian Britton. And I'm, I'm here, like I said, to, to pray for you and encourage you. We're in this together. I can't, I'm excited, you know, to see the fruit that'll, that'll come from this. Oh, me too. I, I am so excited. You know, I, I feel like I just kept seeing that car. Like I just kept seeing that fire, that alignment, that, that alignment with the father and alignment with the body. And it's, I, I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear. Yeah, come on. Also, uh, just to let you guys know, our, our Harvest Family Network is also on Instagram and on Facebook, and you can send a message there as well. So good. I am so thankful. Thank you for being here with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for the opportunity. Well, God bless you and your family, and can't wait to see you soon. Uh, thank you, too. 
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share it with your friends. If you want more information on our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. We've got information on there about our events, blog posts, the extravagant love store, and more. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Christina Pereira Ministries. Until then, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless you.